Theater 5 presents Mr. Bernard Grant in There's One Born Every Minute. Among ourselves, let's admit that I am a con man. As my father before me and his father. A distinguished tradition to live by one's wits and the gift of gab. Just give me a crowd and I can bring them under my spell. Today, the occupation of the con artist and pitch man has been taken over by characters who deal in stolen merchandise, switchblades, zip guns, and cigarettes that have no brand names. But this is the story of a con man who was content with a suitcase full of neckties, vegetable peelers, magic spot-removed glass jewelry, and miraculous medical cures. Let's step a little closer as he makes his pitch. If need, old medical man, tell all of you intelligent people listening to me that the basis of every man's existence depends on the intricate system of ducts and elastic pipes the great engineer has designed to carry through all of us the life stream, the blood. Now, when this fails, we fall prey to all man's dread diseases. When you're sick and common medicines will not aid you, I offer you Hod Curaria, the magic elixir I hold in my hand. It brought me back from death threshold. Four years ago, a deadly, massive, systemic infection held my wasted body in its irreversible thrall. My medical colleagues had given me up for lost. Then, one day in my laboratory, experimenting with the magic drug curare, I stumbled onto the greatest boon to mankind since the discovery of... It's, it's my heart. My heart. Permit me to pass if you please. Thank you. Let me, let me through here. This, this man needs me. This man needs... Uh, now, what, what seems to be the trouble, sir? Arterial contraspasm. It's a chronic condition. You can't do anything. A simple matter of arterial spasm, perhaps complicated by venous constriction. Here you are, my man. Drink this. How could that help? How can it hurt? Try it. Bands are around my, my chest. All right. It's bitter. We cannot expect medicine to taste like candy. Matter of fact, it isn't bad. Mouth feels good. Yes, already it's stimulating the S plus H blood factor. Now, is that vice around your chest beginning? Some? Yeah. You must allow time for absorption, but already the paracurare is going to work, shrinking the atherol cholesterols, restoring vivacity to the arterial hey, web. Doc, you know something? I'm all right. I'm all right now. Yes, of course you are. How can I get some of that uh, stuff? A limited amount is available. In your case, I... I offer you a bottle. Oh, I, I want to pay. Can I afford it? Well, actually, the ingredients are not costly in themselves. And since, in essence, this has become a crusade for me, I wish no profit. You can have a bottle for $2. A great deal less than other wonder drugs. I'd like a case of it. No, 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 that's not necessary. One bottle judiciously used can reverse your condition and make you whole. 
There is no debilitating or agonizing affliction in the whole catalog of human misery that all cannot right, be helped. All right, all right, all right. Break it up, break it up. What, um, what's the trouble, officer? You are, brother. Come on, folks, get moving. This physician has just saved my life. Forget it, chill. You think I don't know a con game when I see one? A con game? Yeah. Move. I have no intention of standing here being insulted by you, officer. Not you, you. Don't sneak out. You're under arrest. Arrest? What for? We'll figure that out at the station. Oh, just right at the moment, we'll call it disturbing the peace. Copperman, why is it every time I'm on a desk, I collect all the cons, grifters, deadbeats, and I folks? resent the tenor of those remarks, Sergeant. And I want resent... now, Buster, before I book you. You cannot book me. I stand on my rights under the Fourth Amendment as a private citizen. Look, Congenero, all you are is a public menace. I'd drop you in a pokey if you weren't standing room only. On what charge, pray? Vagrancy would do for openers. Vagrancy? You know, you ain't got a red cent to your name. Well, that's just a temporary embarrassment. My cash reserve is all tied up in my inventory. Now, had you given me the opportunity to distribute my panacea... Get him off my back, Copperman. I got the lumbago to begin with. It's killing me. All right, Bunko. Let's float. By all means. But may I suggest, Sergeant, that I can ease your problem? One bottle of my miraculous hot curaria could dispel your miseries by the magic of modern science and pharmacopoeia. For a nominal price, you could throw off the galling yoke of unnecessary pain. Up, and... uh, man, get him outside and point him for the city limits. If you're not out of town in half an hour, I will clap you in the can. Without funds, how can I travel? That's your problem. But... Half a hour. It's a small town. You'll make it. And take your sugar water, whatever it is with you, and this junk here. What's this? That is a pocket Bible for my daily reading. It would behoove you to read it, Sergeant, and start the deep wellspring of the milk of human kindness flowing through your veins. All I got in my veins is blood, brother, and you're bringing it to a boil, Copperman! Yes, Sergeant. All right, come on, Doc. The title may be courtesy. But as a medical missionary, I am profoundly sorry for your superior, yeah. Officer Coupleman. Sure, sure. <laughs> missionary? Yes, from the Far East. Uh, you know, it was there. I found my wonder drug, the cure for all man's evils. Uh, uh, that stuff you got in the bottles, uh, good for bunions? <laughs> My dear boy, expand the arteries, as my hot curaria does. And pain is a word, not a cross. Uh, there's a bus coming. Look, I'll tell you what. Give me one of your bottles and you can ride out of town. By all means. Oh, you are a wise man, a wise man. That will be two dollars, please. Yeah. Are you kidding? I'll give you a quarter of a bus fare. Uh, go to the last stop, get off at Mary's Diner. Maybe you can... Pick up a hitch on a truck. A quarter? Yeah, take it or leave it. I'll, uh, I'll take it. As Buddha might have said, uh, arrivederci. All my life I have been a confidence man. My wits against the marks. A fair division, a reasonable match. But in an era of plenty, I have fallen on evil times. With all my ready wit, my gift for gab, my astonishing acumen, where do I go from here? Is the seat taken? Oh, 
My profound apologies, madam. Let me uh, move my suitcase and Bible. I'm sorry to bother you, but it is crowded. Oh, the fault is mine. Um, w- would you prefer to sit by the window? Oh, no, thank you. I'm getting off very shortly. <clears throat> Did you lose your place? No, 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 not at all. Wherever I was perusing, I can always find it. Such a comfort, the Bible. You know it well. Oh, I should hope so. It's my life. Where were you reading? Um, those wonderful words of St. Paul. Um, there abideth these three, faith, hope, and uh, charity. My favorite. Are you a minister? A um, missionary. A missionary. On a sad and difficult assignment. May I ask what? At the risk of boring you, may I inquire as to your name? Sarah Summers. And yours? Oh, uh, <clears throat> Kendall, madam. Reb Harrison Kendall. I just knew you were a reverend. Is there any way I can help? Oh, I doubt it. I don't mean to pry, but I'd like to know about assignment. I believe you would. You know, sometimes, even those of us who minister must find relief ourselves in confession. It all started some ten years ago when the Lee Mercenary Society, I am proud to represent, was faced with And the rebel government burned out your whole mission and hospital. Sadly, yes, Mrs. Summers. However, there is the one ray of hope. With a change in government, it can be re-established. But that will, will take funds. You make me feel so guilty. You? Yes. My husband is retired. Our home is almost paid for. Look, I've just been to the bank and taken out our savings to make the last payment on our house, a thousand dollars, all for us. I'm sure that you deserve every bill in there. Not one, at least. We have to think of others. Would you be embarrassed if I offered you $20 for your cause? Oh, I couldn't accept that. That is not I myself, but for the greater good. Oh, gracious. This is my stop. I've got to put things away and gather my packages. Allow me to help. If you just hold my pocketbook while I get my shopping bag. A pleasure, madam. I'm getting off, driver. Hold it. Are you sure you have everything? Oh, yes, thanks. All my hopes go with you in your good fight. I wish I could have done more. Now I must rush. Goodbye, Reverend Kendall. A nice old lady. The perfect mark. And I have some getaway money now. A $20 bill. My confidence resurges. I'm still able to soft song in spite of adversity. I've spent my life pitting my wits against the gullible. But one thing I have never done before. I have never stolen... I am a con man, bunco, a scrifter, opportunist, but never a thief. By the window, in my hand where I have lifted it, I nestle against my thigh a wallet containing a lifetime savings. A thousand dollars, less twenty, freely given. I would have conned her out of it without a moment's hesitation. But to steal it directly? Can I do that? And if I could, can I get away with it?
diner. I am a little desperate. My capital is larger than it's been in years, but time is very short. It can't be long till Mrs. Summers discovers her money is gone. And there's no way out of this town tonight. No train, no bus, no plane. Through the window, I can see it begin to rain. <laughs> I can't even make it on foot now, but how, how do I make my getaway? Oh, there's the answer. Ferry Trucking Company. Big trailer job, one driver, plenty of room. What's that slogan printed on the side say? Leave it to the good ferry to deliver. <laughs> an abominable pun, but an excellent omen. I'm going to get away with it after all. One coffee black, if you please. And a slice of apple pie. <clears throat> Foul weather out, isn't it? You can say that again, Mac. Are uh, you the driver with the interesting slogan? No cracks about that, Mac, or you get a meat sandwich. No, no, no offense, man. Forget it. I just got a sore head tonight. I got to make the coast by morning. I don't know how I'm going to stay awake. Could you use a, um, a uh, companion? You're looking for a hitch? Well, there's no other transportation available. You're in on one condition. Name it. You think you can talk for eight hours straight? Brother... You have picked the right man. Okay. You bought a ride. You got five minutes to finish that coffee while I gas up and check the rig. And you're going to have to hold your hat. I got time to make up and we'll be rolling. Here you are. Oh, thank you, miss. Uh, you can cancel the pie. I won't have time for it. The die is cast, and I start my new career. From con man to thief in one easy movement. And how easy can it be to make this score? Five minutes more and I'll be awake clean. Except that there's just one thing wrong. My conscience troubles me. I have committed the unpardonable sin for the working crook. I have stepped out of my own specialty. Highly unprovoked. I have 20 honest dollars. Well, let us say 20 I don't need to be uneasy about. The other 980, they are a different matter. They will put me on the lam for the rest of my life. Are they worth jeopardizing my career for? All right, Mac, ready to roll. Let's go. Oh, I, uh, I've changed my mind. What? Yes, you and the good fairy must go without me while I, uh, I, uh, make a delivery of my own. Yes? Why, it's Reverend Kendall. What are you doing here? I'm here to throw myself on your mercy, Mrs. Summers. Well, you can't do it in the rain. Come in, come in. Now, what do you mean, throw yourself on my mercy? You, uh, don't know? No, but you can explain as soon as you take off that wet coat and come warm up by the fire. How did you find me? Oh, I, uh, I looked up your address. But I have no phone. We're not in the book. Oh, well, so I saw, but um, you you are in the city directory. Oh, of course. How clever of you. Now, you sit down and I'll get my husband. I want you to meet the sheriff. The sheriff? Retired, of course, but we still use the old title. I hope we can help you. What's wrong, Reverend? You don't know there was a thief on the bus? No. Oh, yes. Thank heavens I kept my purse safe. But you, oh, poor Reverend Kendall, you were wrong. Every cent I had. I've, I've wired my church, of course. 
But I had to have an address for them to wire me money, and in a strange town, yours was the only place I could think of. Well, you can stay here until your money comes. Now, just dry off, and I'll get some tea. A dear little old lady, naive and trusting. Her pocketbook right there on the table. Oh, Reb, this is your lucky day. Just take the wallet and return it. And just as a sop to fate, and in the memory of your own loving mother, go all the way. Return the extra 20. Suckers, gesture or not, slip it into the wallet. All right, mister. Just get your hands up over your head. What? Sheriff Summers. And I've got a gun in this desk. But, my dear Sheriff... Just raise your hands. That's better. Ever since Sarah told me about meeting you on the bus, I had a hunch you were up to no good. You weren't satisfied with 20, huh? You had to have it all. My dear sir, believe me, you misunderstand. Yes? In what church were you ordained? Why, I, 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 I never said that. You called yourself Reverend? A misunderstanding. You see, my first name is Reb. Short for Rebel. Uh, Reb with a B. Uh, frequently there is a misunderstanding. Not this time, brother. You're under arrest. I thought you were retired. I am. Uh, we'll call this uh, a citizen's arrest. And don't think once we get to the police station, I can't make it stick. Chow time, Grifter. I should have known you would end up a guest of the city. Sergeant, you don't understand. I was I was only trying to return the money. Sure you were. What do you take me for, a sucker? Oh, no, no, no. After a lifetime of bilking them, I turned up the classic one. Who says honesty pays? You ought to have given it a whirl just once. I did. And look where it got me. Hey, where have you been, Copperman? A uh, big accident on a turnpike. A truck jackknifed off Devil's Elbow. Driver was killed. Oh, yeah? Anyone else on that truck? Nope. He was all alone. What's he doing here? Oh, he tried to heist a thousand bucks from Sheriff Summers' wife. <laughs> Some sucker play. Oh, uh, officer, would that have been a ferry truck that crashed? You got it. One time, the good ferry didn't deliver. It's all in the point of view. It was Mr. Barnum who said... There's one born every minute. And I'm happy to join the fraternity. Or I wouldn't be alive. There's One Born Every Minute. Written by Ian Martin. Produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Bernard Grant, Arthur Cole, Ralph Bell, Abby Lewis, Gilbert Mack, and John McGovern. Audio engineers, Neil Pulse and Marty Folia. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Boy speaking.
has been an ABC Radio Network production.